Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, April 28th, and we are going to kick off a week-long series on hope. And I've asked a few friends of mine to give meditation, to guest host the pod, to guest host the podcast on Meditations on Hope. And we're going to kick things off on this Tuesday with my new and good friend, Eugene Cho from Seattle. I met Eugene a couple years ago through Ruthie Kim and BJM, and I was actually trying to get a hold of him through Twitter and social media, and just I would I wanted to get to know him. I just really respected his writings, his teachings, his 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 Twitter account, and um, and we met through um, when he came here to speak in San Francisco. Actually, born and raised in San Francisco, went to Lowell High School. I uh, spoke at Reality last year, and um, and then we spent time having a few meals together, and really became very kind of instant uh, friends. Like I, I respect him. I, I love this man. Um, so anyway, I asked him for someone who works in and around a lot of the brokenness in our world uh, to offer a meditation of hope because he's such a hope-filled person. Even though he sees a lot of the tragedy, the worst that the, that uh, some of the worst and the best of humanity uh, to offer us a meditation on hope. And so uh, without further ado, here is Eugene Cho and his meditation on hope. Hi, Reality. This is Pastor Eugene Cho joining you from Seattle, Washington. I'm really excited to be able to join this Reality podcast. When uh, your pastor, Dave, asked me if I would be interested in chatting with him at first, I thought it might be on Instagram or an actual podcast interview, I got all excited, and lo and behold, it's just a guest recording. Nevertheless, I'm just so excited and honored to be able to join you. In reality, I was supposed to be preaching at your church, I believe, the weekend after Resurrection Sunday, but as you know, these are unprecedented times, shelter in place, the COVID-19 health pandemic, impacting all of us in some way or another. And so I'm not able to join you, hopefully at another time, but even through this podcast, it's a joy to be able to share in some time together. I was invited to share with you a little bit about some reflections, some pastoral reflections about the word hope. Now, when I was given this task, if you will, the first thought that came to my mind was a, was a scriptural verse, which is kind of pastoral. I thought of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, where it reads, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. It's a beautiful verse. I believe in it wholeheartedly. I cling on to it. But I also want us to know and share with you that there is a process, a journey, and that hope is not just simply a journey from A to Z overnight, but it's something that we wrestle with on a regular basis. When I think about hope or joy, for that matter, sometimes I wonder if we as Christians cheapen that whole process and we think that it's simply a very clappy, clappy, I've got to be happy and hopeful every single moment, every single situation, because the Bible says, rejoice in all circumstances. Again, I say rejoice. Now again, I believe that the Bible does say these things. 
and this is the invitation for us as followers of Jesus, but I think there is just so much more depth and nuance that we need to have in our lives. In other words, what I'm suggesting to you is that hope isn't some sort of a, uh, a naivete. It's not some sort of an ignorance or an ignorant life. It's not meant to be merely happy or giddy because if that's what hope is, constantly, 24-7, all the time, then I think to myself, can I actually bring my full, authentic self to God? Like during this shelter in place, during this health pandemic, where we've been impacted in some really intense ways, perhaps jobs lost, economic hardships, perhaps sickness. Maybe you actually even know someone who's lost their life. I can tell you story after story, but I don't have time on our podcast. What I'm telling you is that if hope is simply a clappy, clappy, giddy, giddy presentation of ourselves to others and to God, then I think we have to actually ask the question, can I bring my full authentic self to God? My pain, my mess, my anxiety, my heartbreak my grief, my doubts, and the list goes on and on. Many years ago, when I was in college, I was uh, working as a youth director at a church in Sacramento, California. It was kind of my first, I guess, uh, year as a youth director. And in their chapel, they had this sign right outside their chapel, and it bothered me so much, a sign big letters right above the main door as you walked in. The first few months, I just let it go. But the more and more I saw that sign every single week of that first year that I served at this church, it just began to bother me so much. And this is what it said. It said, leave your worries behind before you enter the house of God. Now, I know what the intent of that sign was, but I thought to myself, if I can't bring my worries, if I can't bring my concerns, my cares, my worries, my pain, if I can't bring all of this into the presence of God, then what does that say about our relationship with God? What kind of God are we trying to share with others? This is why I think one of the most meaningful, transformative quotes about hope that has spoken to me and it resonates with me deeply is by a theologian by the name of Jorgen Moltmann. And he writes a very, very important theological book called A Theology of Hope. And in this book, he writes, quote, Genuine hope is not blind optimism. It is hope with open eyes, which sees the suffering and yet believes in the future. That's the kind of hope that we need. Now, at this point, some of you might be connecting a few dots, asking some questions, and you might be thinking, we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday, that Christ is risen indeed. How is it possible that we claim that Jesus is Lord and yet In our current circumstances, there's famine and hunger and miles and miles of people in line for 
food banks, illnesses, thousands of people that have passed away, not just in our country, but all around the world. How is it that we can make sense of all of these things? Now for me, not trying to make absolute sense because as hum human finite beings, our full understanding is incomplete. But I think about a theologian by the name of Gerhardus Vos. And Gerhardus Vos happened to be a theologian from Princeton where I went to school many, many years ago for seminary. And in the early 20th century, he helped articulate something about the kingdom of God that I just think has so much depth and meaning. And it's not meant to be a cop-out answer, but it speaks powerfully, not just to our current circumstance, but I think to the challenging circumstances of a fallen and broken world. And this is what he says about the kingdom of God. He says, the kingdom already here and not yet. Now, what does that mean? This theological concept of the already but not yet it holds that believers, you and I, are actively taking part in the kingdom of God. Although the kingdom has not yet reached its full expression, its full glory right now, it will at some point in the future. In other words, we are already in the kingdom. Jesus ushers in, announces this kingdom, but we do not yet see it in its full, complete glory. And that's what we mean by the kingdom already here and not yet. So in other words, we're not just living in a Good Friday or Silent Saturday world, period. That's not it. Can you imagine if hope would even be possible if we merely lived in a Crucifixion Friday and Silent Saturday, the uncertainty world, period, and that was it? There would be no gospel to preach. But thankfully, we believe that the tomb is still empty, and therefore, we still believe in Resurrection Sunday. So in other words, the reason why you and I can have hope is that we can bring our full, authentic self to God. You can bring your questions, your doubts. You don't have to be in a rush to be clappy, clappy, giddy, giddy. We don't have to only sing songs that just make us joyful and happy. There's room for lament. And I don't know about you, but for me, I have been lamenting over the situation because of this health pandemic. I've been lamenting the fact that people have lost jobs. I have been lamenting the fact that so many people have been sick and lost their lives. I am lamenting the fact that, yes, while all lives do matter, that there are a disproportionate number of deaths in the black and brown communities. I'm lamenting the fact that in countries around the world, particularly those in already very impoverished or fragile conditions and situations. There are some nations, an entire nation, where they only have three or four ventilators for their entire nation. I'm grieving and lamenting the things that you feel a sense of loss in your own life. Business, graduation, and the list goes on and on. 
So yes, we can have hope because there's room for us in God's mercy and grace for us to lament. It's stunning when you read the Psalms and you realize that a third of the entire Psalms happen to be lament. Lamentations in Amos and Jeremiah and Isaiah, we see prayers of lament. And the reason why people can bring their laments to God is because God cares for us. And that in itself gives me deep, profound hope. And the second thing that gives me hope during this time is to know that Good Friday, Crucifixion Friday, and Silent Saturday is not the last word. But in fact, because of what Christ has done for us on the cross, we can live as resurrection people in a Crucifixion Friday and a Silent Saturday world. The kingdom already here and not yet. I'm just going to read one more scripture verse for you as we wrap up our time. Revelations chapter 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Thanks be to God. So God, thank you just for this opportunity to encourage the folks at Reality or others who might be listening to this podcast. Thank you that Jesus comes to announce the kingdom of God. And thank you that in your mercy and grace that we can bring our full authentic self to you. And thanks be to God that you are not yet done. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.